That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Does anyone actually know what's going on here? I literally have no idea. Help. <laughs> We're, We're 20 whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Hey. Hello. And welcome back to 20 Whatever. So the summertime is coming up, ladies, and today we are going to be sharing our thoughts and feelings around our bodies and fitting into that perfect swimsuit Mm -hmm. and all the things that personally feel scary about the summertime coming up. And I just recently had one of my Pilates coach say, come on, ladies, (laughs) you don't, don't you know, it's like almost March summertime's coming here. And that like scared me. And so when we were like chatting about doing this on the podcast, I was like, wow, this is something so real. And I'm really interested to share my thoughts and hear your feelings about it, because it's something that truly scares the hell out of me. That bikini body narrative is everywhere. It's everywhere. And it's been around. Yeah. And even once you've kind of like deconstructed that in your own brain, you're still surrounded by it. And at least for me, I still have those thoughts creep back in. I know that for me, chasing the bikini body, when I, any body is worthy of a bikini, is not, it's not productive for me. It's not good for me. It's not healthy for me. But that doesn't mean that then it just goes away. Right. Because it's everywhere. Yeah. 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 I, I, like, I felt like I couldn't even escape it. Like, in that moment, like, it was just, like, in my face and, like, the co- my coach saying that. I was like, ugh. But that's, like, not what I wanted you to Say to me, I want to be like, come on, girls, let's get stronger or something. I don't know. It's also hard, too, because just like summer is coming up, right? We also had like the beginning of the year where everybody was like, okay, now we have like six, seven months until summer. And so everyone's like scrambling, right, to get their body right or whatever that means for anybody. But it's like you can just also just put on a swimsuit and go to the beach or the pool, however you look right now. Yeah. You don't have to do anything, but like that's so much easier said than done. Like I'm saying this and in my in the back of my head, I'm like, yeah, but not you. <laughs> yep. Hey, Every, everyone but the exception. Don't mm-hmm. talk about my friend that way. Don't, right. don't do it. Right, 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 right. But right, right. we all yeah. go through that. And I'm just really excited to like dive into this topic with you guys today. And before we do that, we have a message that we want to read from the group chat, which is, I think, really, really pertinent to the discussion today. So uh, if you want to text us on the group chat, We have a text line where you can text us, and uh, we like to bring your perspective into these episodes. Yes, yes. You can text us at 917-810-3045. Anything you want at any time of the day, and we 
We'll read it on the podcast. All right. So this message is from Giselle. She says, hi, Sierra, Paloma, and Ryan. My name is Giselle, and I am a longtime viewer of Sierra, and I'm now obsessed, in all caps, <laughs> with all of you. The vibes are immaculate. Thank you, Giselle. Thank you. I'm not sure what this segment, what segment this will be on for the podcast, but I wanted to ask for advice. Here's the situation. I'm 22, and I've been married for a couple years. Since then, my body has changed a lot. And recently, my best friend of 10 years has been negatively commenting about other people's bodies and saying that she never wants to gain weight, that it would be the worst thing to ever happen to her. How do I address this so I don't lose the friendship, but also can be, can be able to feel comfortable around her? It's hard to be around her when I, know, when I know she thinks that looking like me would be the worst thing to ever happen to her. Oh my gosh, that's, and that's like, so real. She like knows that without her friend even saying that. Like That's almost worse. And she goes on, um, especially when I'm working on accepting my body and feeling mm. like my worth isn't based on physical appearance. Love you all. Sorry for the insanely long message. No, I love that message, yes, Giselle. Yes. Thank you. That is such a tough situation. And I don't know about you guys, but I feel like I have definitely been there. Mm. You're trying to work on yourself. Right. You're trying to tell yourself that my value isn't in my weight, my appearance. And there's people around you who are saying the worst thing that could ever happen to me is to look like you. Then not saying that directly. Right. But saying it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Saying it indirectly, honestly. Yeah. I don't even know. That's rough because... She also, I think, from what it sounds like, isn't trying to like be like, hey, um, not trying to like ruffle feathers or like really have a conversation about it, but like she's trying to let those comments not affect her mm -hmm. or yeah. the friendship, right? Right. She doesn't want to lose that friendship. Right. The solution isn't just, you know, cut her out. Right. There, especially she said a 10 year friendship. You know, yeah. that's not something you want to just be like, well, this, you know, this this problem is not easily fixable. So let's just end it mm -hmm. i mean personally i think the best way i would go about it would just be expressing in that moment showing your friend like hey like this is about me so they don't feel attacked kind of way like mm -hmm. it, it would be better if when you're around me if you could avoid comments like that personally because right. it makes me feel a type of way you know and just explain how it makes them feel personally rather than making it about them right right, right. i think that's good not going for the like you're wrong and here's why right but instead just saying Hey, can you not make those comments around me? Right. Mm -hmm. You know, I th and I think that's enough. Yeah. You know, if if you aren't feeling like you're in a place where you want to have a confrontation, mm -hmm. I think it's perfectly acceptable to just say, could you not make those comments around me? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I have said that to people in my life and it's worked out pretty well. And it, I think it's helped them to not feel like they're on the defensive. Right. I think that's an option. And I think it's also an option to check in with her. Mm -hmm. And uh, maybe don't even make it about you, but just, you know, hey, like, are you okay? Like, how have you been doing, like, with your body image lately? Because if she's hyper fixating on other people like that, mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. she's doing it to herself. Right. right. And while it's not your responsibility to fix her, that may be an, an easy in to start that conversation is by checking in with her. Right. Mm -hmm. Cause if she, even if she's like, if her response is like, oh, yeah, like, I'm, I, I'm fine, you know, it's like fine. She could be like, oh, I've I've kind of been struggling, so I was just wondering, like maybe if you have, and yes. then it could be, and then she might be like, "Oh, well, actually, I am struggling," and she feels like, "Yeah, now her and her friend can like talk about it." That statement alone not only will help her protect herself, but maybe get her friend thinking about that kind of stuff, and mm -hmm. maybe that's the first time ever anyone has ever said anything to her like that, and she's like, "Oh shit, I didn't even realize how I'm literally just 
projecting projecting all Mm -hmm. these things Mm -hmm. and you know yeah so that could be it too i think it should now that we're talking through i feel like it should be both set the boundary to protect yourself right Mm -hmm. hey can you please not say those things in front of me and b check in with your friend because that can open the door for that conversation and that doesn't just come from nowhere right Mm -hmm. right oh that was a good one giselle Giselle. Thinking about you. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And we have one more, yes, from the group chat? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes, we do. We have a message from Brittany. Brittany says, hey, ladies, just wanted to say thank you all for being you and for sharing your lives with all of us. The pod feels like a little weekly check-in with you, and I can relate to each of you in a different way, even though I'm 30-whatever. Thanks for spreading love, positivity, good vibes in this world. We all need that, especially when it feels so crazy these days. Keep mm, going strong and doing what you do. And please keep the singing content and rabbit <laughs> <laughs> keep the singing content and rabbit hole tangents coming. Love you. Oh, I love that. We love Brittany. our 30-whatevers, our 40 whatever's yes. our 50 whatever's our 60 whatever's we love you all and the singing will continue oh, yeah. so thank you and that. I like that she included the tangents yes. Yes. Yeah. oh yes thank, also those thank you for permission for that I yes. will continue yes. <laughs> permission slip received yes <laughs> can I, I ask you guys a question from one of the group chat things yeah Here. what was the first time you realized that you were negative self-talking about your body oh, oh. as early as I can remember truly I don't even know. I don't, I really couldn't pinpoint a time. I unfortunately remember the moment. I was in middle school and it was lunchtime. And this girl that she was like in a little popular group and I was at that table. <laughs> and I remember, and it, that's important because right, no. her word felt like it had extra weight, mm. extra weight onto it. And I was aware of like who she was and what it meant. Her so, status. I was, so I was taking her words with so much weight. Mm-hmm. So, and, and it's funny because I love nothing more than that first bite of food. Like that is like <sighs> a magical moment for me. And just like taking that in is one of my favorite things. And I think that's why it fit so deeply into me. She said the words, nothing tastes as good as skinny feels though. Hmm. I was like, oh my God. What? What the heck? Right. And I just remember playing that over and over and over. It just was the first domino, I think, Mm. that like got me thinking about what I'm eating and how that affects me and how skinny could taste better than the food that I was eating. It was written with Sharpie on my brain, for sure. P, that quote I used as my phone background for a long time in high school. I had a Tumblr, which was a cesspool of like- We need to have a whole conversation about Tumblr because that shit is crazy. And I had a, I had reblogged that quote that someone put on like a picture of like a scale. And I wanted to make it my phone background so that every time I was tempted to eat something, I would look at that. And I didn't remember that until you said that quote. Because that also was a huge like inspiration for me. The inspiration. What the? But that quote, she didn't make up herself. She, she saw heard it. it. Right, she, she heard it. it. Yeah. She resonated and she repeated right. it right. to the, the, tw- the 12 year olds. Do you remember if that being said to you changed your actions and thoughts towards food for like that day, that week, that month even? Absolutely. Because that was written with me on Sharpie. So moving forward, it was like, Oh, this is good, but will it taste as good as skinny feels? So I'd get like, you know, like this is my favorite brownie or what? Like I love cosmic brownies, oh. but like those were always tossed in my lunch bag. Oh. And I remember like I got one like 
that week or later and I was like, these taste so good. And I'm like, but as good as skinny feels, uh, like, is it worth it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. And then it, and then it became a, 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 a some, literally just those, those stinky words. And they're right. just words, you know, like how did that affect the trajectory of like how your brain like thinks it's just, right. it really did. And the problem with that too, is that you can convince yourself that nothing will ever taste as good as skinny feels. Right. So then why would you ever eat anything? Right. Which I think was what ended up happening with me. Nothing, nothing will ever taste as good as how badly I want to be skinny. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think that opens up a whole nother conversation that I'm really interested in talking about today with you guys in that there is a lot of the times, especially with body positivity, this pushback because they're like, no, 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 it's about health. I don't right. want to be thin. I want to be healthy. And that's great. But let's look at the messaging here for the vast majority of like the health and fitness and weight loss space, because it's not about nothing tastes as good as being healthy feels. Mm -hmm. Right. It's being skinny, being mm -hmm. the aesthetic of how your body looks and is perceived. Yeah. Not how it is actually working and functioning on the inside. Right. And so I think it is kind of a straw man of like, no, I'm not antibody positivity. I'm just pro health. And it's like, well, first of all, you don't, you can't tell if someone's healthy by looking at them. Right. But secondly, especially with, in terms of the bikini body narrative, that we're really going to break down today, there's nothing about that that's about health. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no. Right. Also, like, just to piggyback off of what you were saying, like, oh, I'm not, I'm not, you know, I I'm pro body positivity, like live your life, it's just health. But then when a plus size person is like, I've never been healthier, they're like, how could you be? Right. Look at yourself. How could you be healthy? And you're like, but it, I am. Yeah. But you equate health with thinness. Mm -hmm. So me telling you that I am, you're like, hmm. It doesn't look like that, though. But that's why the, that's why their argument where it's like, oh, it's about health. It's not because here I like people are telling you that they're healthy and you don't believe them mm -hmm, because right. of how they look. Mm -hmm. I'd say on the other side of the coin, too, if you are uh, struggling with in uh, disordered eating in any way and you genetically or otherwise fall into the skinnier camp, you don't mm. get the help yes. that you need because your mm -hmm. body is valued and you're rewarded for not eating. And right. that was a lot of my experience. Mm. And I just like never ever thought about it until I was an adult and I like went through the second puberty and was like had crazy body dysmorphia because I didn't mind that my body was changing, but it hadn't for so long. Right. Mm. And do you feel like you had those negative thoughts and negative body image, but no one was asking you about it and no one was asking you about how your relationship with food was or if you were feeling healthy or strong because it was just like, oh, you look thin, you're fine. Right. I thought I was exempt. Because it also, like, mm. disordered eating looks different for everyone. I have ADHD. I don't get a lot of the body cues to eat. And I remember growing up with friends who were actively struggling middle school, middle school age, which was so sad, and them, you know, doing the things. And me being jealous because I didn't have the attention span to have an eating disorder, which is so fucked up to say. And I don't feel that way now. Right. But, but for at, me, that was, 12. like, my turning point yeah. where I was like, wow, yeah. I wish I could. And then I thought it in my head and went, no, I don't. No, right. I don't. No, I don't. No, I don't. Yeah. Mm -mm. I think that's such a mm. thing of young kids legitimately like trying to give themselves an eating disorder. Yes. And I, I think yes. Tumblr fueled that for me. Yeah. There was a oh, moment yeah. I had in middle school. Just one day was like, I'm just going to like eat less. And my mom clocked it so fast. Mm. And I, it, I wasn't even really doing anything. And I was like, I think I was trying a little bit to like 
get caught a little bit. Like yeah. I was trying to be, I'm just like, you know, I'm just like on a diet. Like it's like fine. I was literally like 12, like diet why? No, we don't need to do that. But because it was like cool. Every girl on 17 magazine or whatever, Tiger Bean, everyone was like literally heroin chic. <laughs> you oh know? Oh my God, yeah. And I was like, similarly to Jess, like I've pretty much been this height for like a really long time, probably since 12, 13. And so I've always been tall. And I remember like, as soon as I like got to this height, a lot of my family was like, it's a good thing you're tall. It's a good thing you're tall because if you weren't tall, you'd be as big as a house. I'm like, period. But I'm like, good thing I'm tall. I don't have to worry about it. Right. So then you're like, well, I'm tall. So it's okay. So it's okay. Yeah. And I, like Jess said, I feel like I was exempt as well because I could eat whatever I wanted and I looked the same. Mm. And I was like that for a long time until my second puberty. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> what is happening to me? What is happening to me? How was that for you? And Jess, I'd be interested in hearing you weigh in on this too, since you guys had a similar experience. Going from this is not something I have to think about, my body has been the same my whole life, to all of a sudden in your 20s, you're looking at a different body in the mirror. I thought that I had like done something wrong. Like I thought that I had like let myself go. You know, that's like the famous thing they always say. Mm. Oh, she let herself go. He let herself go. I was like, oh my God, like how could I like let this happen? And nothing even, like it wasn't even that deep. But I was like, how could I let this happen? And now I'm scrambling to like get it back. And I tried. I was like, okay, I need to like do this thing and do all these things. And I couldn't because my body just like actually changed because of life and whatever. And I was like, I had like an actual breakdown. I was like, oh, this is like not it. And I don't know. And I remember we talked about this before. I was like, hey, like not doing well, just like simply cried in the bathroom floor. Like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. I saw myself in the mirror for the first time. That's what it felt like. And I like mm. did not recognize her. And then I was like, I see you because <laughs> Me too. six months ago, <laughs> yeah. I had to go and buy all new jeans because like overnight, it just felt like my hip bones, like it literally, again, your body yeah, alters. Just... And I needed to like size up two jean sizes. And I was like, what the heck yeah. happened? Like this, this doesn't make sense. And then I was like, Paloma. How are you expecting to look like uh. you when you were 18? I, for, first of all, how? how You right. can't. Your right. body can't do that. And I was telling Ryan, I'm like, I, we can have a second puberty. Nobody told us. I was like, I didn't know about this until yeah. I started experiencing it and chatting with the women around me. And they were like, oh, yeah, like when I hit 25, 26, I had to get like new mm -hmm. jeans, new stuff. And I was like, oh, shit. So we're all doing this. Awesome. So, but how did we not know that? As females yeah. around 25, 26, you're going to have a like second puberty. Didn't know that. Mm -hmm. my, I told my mom and she was like, oh, well, I think I like, well, I was already pregnant. So then how could That's I? That's the same and thing I'm with like, my mom. Yeah. Yeah. Especially older generations were, you know, statistically getting Kids pregnant had, yeah. earlier. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that was probably just, oh, this is just, you know, part of, you know, recovering postpartum. Like, right. Got to bounce back. Yeah. Like. Yeah. 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 My experience was similar to Ryan's, but I have two sisters. I'm the middle. I have an oldest and a younger. And we are, it's a brunette, a redhead, and a blonde. And we're all different mm. heights. And we all have very different body builds that, you know, come from different parts of our families. But I was the only one that looked like my mom did growing up. Mm. Like very like tall. And uh, I had many conversations with my mom about this. So I'm not just sharing it for the first time on the internet. <laughs> Hi, mom. I know you watch. <laughs> but I felt very rewarded and like bonded. Mm. Like I felt like my mom bonded with me about like our experiences feeling alike. Mm. And it's only been maybe in the past few years of like, I feel incredibly lucky when I hit my second puberty. I already worked for Sierra. 
I got mm. to like in an office environment where people were actively trying to not say negative self-talk. And it was at the time I was mm. still working somewhere else part time. That was uh, not the experience there, even though my specific department was like woman dominated. It was like I'd come from a shift there to Sierra's and it was like no one would say anything about my body. No one other. No one was talking about like, oh, man, when I lose five pounds, it like stopped. It was like I walked mm. into your like home office and it just went quiet. <sighs> and I feel incredibly lucky for that because I know that's not a, a normal experience for yeah. a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. I'm so glad that that was able to be like a supportive environment for you because I don't even think I realized how much like building this, you know, channel, this platform, this community of viewers and also this team who all share that same belief of like, we are not defined by our weight, our size, doesn't mean that we're all not struggling with it. Right. We are, but we're aware of it and we're working through it. And no one, like Jess said, is going to be like, you know, saying these things to each other or to themselves. And I think that was a huge part of my journey that I, a lot of the times, don't even factor in. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like that scene in Mean Girls where they're all in Regina's room and Caddy's, they're all making comments about things they hate about their bodies in front of the mirror. And Caddy's like, I have bad, bad breath, breath in, in the, the morning. morning. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I felt like that because I also walked in <laughs> knowing the purpose and mission of your channel. And I was like, I didn't realize how much negative self-talk I had until it went quiet. And I went, oh, mm -hmm. this isn't just peer pressure for everyone to like pile in on their bodies. Mm. it's coming the call's coming from inside the house yeah yeah and i was able to really examine it and then i've had a long time to like sit with it and process it but i've had like you and other like team members from the past and present like modeling really healthy behavior and working towards and making mistakes in front of me too with it and learning from them and applying it and approaching it with love which again not a shared experience. The influence of your environment is so oh, important, yeah. not just work, but with family. I mean, that's, uh. I think that where I experienced it the most, where it's like you show up to see the grandparents, they're like, oh my God, look, you're either, I, I, and here's the thing, it's it's never a good or bad. Like it was always like, oh, you're too skinny. Why aren't you eating? Oh, you, oh, look how big you've gotten. You need to start sucking it in. Like I had just walked in the door and when I haven't seen my family in so long, the first thing I don't want to hear is, ah, sume la panza, suck it in. That's the, that, that little sound bite. You'll be taking pictures. You'll hear auntie's office right. like, sume la panza, sume la panza. It is like, Oof. oh my god! Like gosh. I hear it and I'm saying it and it just like my body's rejecting Triggered, it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. mm. Uh, yeah. Mm. And also like, but why? Like why? Why? Second and so what? Yeah. The picture can look the same. What the hell are you talking about? Oh my God. Mm -hmm. Something that's been like a really growing experience for me is like realizing that that was said to them. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh. And that doesn't make it better. Yeah. Right. But I think it gives some understanding and some empathy. I think when I like kind of started my like body acceptance journey, it started with like being angry and like resentful towards people in my family who had really jammed those messages down and were still doing it until I started setting those boundaries. Right. And it wasn't until a couple years in that I was like, it was my mom who told me, well, you know, she's saying that to you because that's what was said to her. And that's what she says to herself. And so that's all she knows. And I'm like, oh, crap. Yeah. Like, right. I feel really, really sad for her that she won't be, she probably will never get to the place where she can unlearn that. Right. Um. You know, I'm going to try the way that I can, but especially older people, they're a lot of the time set in their ways. But that doesn't make it okay. 
to pass that on to the next generation. Right. So that you now are responsible for breaking that cycle. Mm -hmm. So that when you have kids or you have nieces and nephews or you have, you know, just kids around who are family friends, that you aren't now going to say that to them. Mm -hmm. Right. Isn't And there's also something to be said, too, about, like, how to change those comments or, like, the narrative of that. Because I struggle with, like, my mom will say something about herself or whatever. And I'm like, I, I don't know what actually to say. And I also don't think that she even cares about what I have to say when it comes to that because we can't relate. Because she mm. sees me and she's like, you don't even know what, what you're talking about. You have right. no idea what this experience is like. And I'm like, mom, you're perfect. Like you are live laughing and loving. You're healthy. It's fine. And she's like, and I know it's just like, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Because you don't get it and you don't understand and mm-hmm. you don't get it. And I'm like, okay, fair for you to feel that way. But I'm also trying to like encourage you and like I'm trying to help you not feel so negatively about yourself. Like I'm trying to, but she can't, I feel like she can't hear me because she can't, like, she just thinks I can't relate. And the hard thing with that too is there's n- almost no winning there. If it comes right. from someone who is, you know, tall and thin and to what that person is like, what do you have to be insecure about? Right. You don't relate. You couldn't understand. But a lot of the times if it comes from a fat person, it's, well, of course you feel that way. I don't want to look like you. That's my worst nightmare. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, no matter who's saying it, there's a way to twist it of in invalidating it. Yeah. Yeah. But I think no matter who it comes from, it's yeah. important, you yeah. know, and maybe you don't get through to them, but maybe it'll make them think twice about saying it. And maybe once they're thinking twice about saying it, they'll think twice about thinking it. Mm-hmm. And then maybe that can start the chain reaction of like unlearning that. But we've all been steeped in it for so long. It's yeah. hard. I mean, it's still being through. pushed in our, our, our faces, even like the internet, social media, like just yeah, yeah. right now, especially right now, the ads for summer. I mean, yes, yeah. it is just, or, or on YouTube, like it's like on your For You page, summer's almost here, like how yeah. the, and I'm like, oh, or summer's almost here, I want to try out all this stuff. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I please. Know. Like, and I try to avoid it, but like I mentioned, even going, you show up to class, you're in your environment and she's saying, God, ladies, get ready. It's almost summertime. And right. Like, yeah. I like, I, I feel like I struggle with wanting to like work out because I like want to be strong and I want to live a long life and I want to be able to move my joints and blah, blah, blah. I'm young, whatever. And I like, for sure, I'm like, yeah, yes. But also like, if I do work out, then I'll be skinny. Like, I'm like, but how do I, how can I like not, how can I take that away? How can I just be like, oh, I'm going to be so strong. It's giving ass. It's giving legs. Like, I want to focus on that, but I, I literally can't even finish that thought without being like, yes, but also skinny. Skinny. It's so hard to find that balance between like, oh, I'm really enjoying working out right now. I'm getting stronger. I'm seeing the results that I want to see in, you know, my strength and my movement, my mobility. And then, oh, well, I'm, am, am I also going to lose weight? Right. And then, oh, well, maybe I can just do a little bit more. And maybe it won't be like before, but all of a right. sudden then you're seeing yeah. these patterns come back. And that's something I've really struggled with is finding that balance of like, I want to work out. I want to be stronger. I want to, you know, improve my flexibility. And I have fitness goals, but I know if I make them weight related, and even if I don't sometimes, it still starts sliding that way, that it will go right back into that unhealthy cycle of restriction 
of just, I mean, my whole thing was like, I was just, I wanted to monitor everything. Now, through therapy, I have been able to recognize some of those patterns so that I can participate in fitness and pursue goals for my health and for my body that aren't about weight, that aren't about thinness, and that are sustainable Mm -hmm. for me. And I think that's the biggest thing, right? When we're talking about the bikini body, that has an end date, right? Like your Pilates instructor said, get ready for summer. Summer's almost here. How many times have we heard someone wants to lose weight for a wedding, for a vacation, for whatever it is? There's an end date to that. What do you think is going to happen when you hit that end date on an unsustainable workout and nutrition plan? I think the statistic is almost like 90% of people who lose weight gain it back. Mm. And I think it's because they're not, it's not a sustainable life change. Mm -hmm. It's also not a sustainable mindset either. No. Right. Just like you said, the day, the wedding will come and it will go. The summer will come and it'll go. So like what, like you just said, what will happen after that? Yeah. The the goal, the date, the goal date isn't there anymore. Mm Mm-hmm. So maybe we don't. And even if you let's say let's say you hit the goal, right? right? Let's say for the wedding, for the vacation, you hit the goal, you get there, and then what? Right? Like you said. But let's say you don't hit the goal. What? Mm. You're not allowed to enjoy that anymore. You didn't earn it. You don't deserve it. You're not worthy of the wedding. You're not worthy of the vacation. You're not worthy of the outfit you were excited about. Well, then you're self conscious as well, going into something that you should have been able to enjoy and that you were looking forward to. Right. But like almost like you were only looking forward to it. If you reach mm-hmm. the goal, mm-hmm. otherwise, well, because that would uh, you can then have fun, you know, right? Right. You you are worthy mm-hmm. of having fun. Right. 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 You right. are worthy of getting married. You are worthy of putting on the swimsuit because of your appearance. Right. And that is so messed up. Yeah. You're worthy of all of those things at the way you were at the start. If you want to make changes to your diet, your exercise, your life, like even if you want to pursue weight loss, like that is your personal choice. Mm-hmm. And I'm not here to tell people what to do with their body and their life. But let's be realistic for a second and yeah. step back and know that that's not going to work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's not sustainable. And the data shows, the studies show, it's probably not going to last. Because unfortunately, the work that you're putting into like exercising and getting skinny and all the stuff is work that you should have been putting in towards like your mental health. Right. Because that is where it all stems. Right. Because you can look at yourself in the mirror and you hit that goal and you're still like unsatisfied, unsatisfied with looking in the mirror and saying this alone is making my hands shake. But I don't think that there's ever been a day in my 27 years of life that I've looked at myself in the mirror and been like, yes, that you look great and that you look like how you should be and and you're, you're, you're good. Like never, never. And I thought about it before this and I was like no there had to be one time and I was like no because even that one time that you tried to get so skinny and you tried to do it you still looked in the mirror and you still were like okay I thought this was gonna fix it all yeah and surprise it didn't yeah so where do you think that stems from maybe just the constant being told of like there is something wrong with me and maybe that comes from growing up in like casting where you're always having someone Mm. tell you that, oh, it's something's wrong with your teeth. You're too tall. You're too fat. You're too skinny. And I even had moments of my agents telling me to flatten myself because I had, I hit puberty at a really young, young age. So at about 11, I was like the only girl in school that had boobs. So that alone, 
I was like, I felt like ostracized. Like they were right. always like, whoa. Like it was like very right. apparent that I had boobs and nobody else. And like you think that, oh, you'd feel cool being the only one with boobs, but that's not the case. Like you're right. not feeling like if anything, I was like hiding myself. And so my agent obviously was aware that I had hit puberty and I had boobs and they were like, oh, you have a Disney audition. You need to wrap yourself up. And my mother would wrap me in bandages to make me look super flat and like just like underdeveloped. And that consisted for a long time. They want you to look flat. Not even just like, it's just. Yeah. So now as an adult, how can you look in the mirror and see your body and right. your curves and be like, that's a good thing. That's me. That's good. Because you were told and physically ad adjusted, physically right. restricted mm -hmm. yeah. to fit something that your body, even if you lost so much weight, would never fit because that's just the structure of your body. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. just the way that you're built. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like there's a not enough talk around like genetics yeah. when it comes to just how bodies look. And I think if there's always people that are like, yes, but you can always lose weight or whatever. You you can't always just like you like some people really cannot. No. But like everyone around them is telling them that they can, that there's a way. Like if you just you can just work out a little bit more. Eat a little less. Mm -hmm. You got it's, it's it. It's not that hard. It's not that hard. Yeah, just yeah. a few, two, three, four, five pounds. Yeah, you, it's okay. You can. But like, have we listened to the genetics? Mm -hmm. Have yeah. we looked into also like, do I want to do that? Also, people just put unsolicited advice being like, oh, you're so beautiful. But if you lost like 15 pounds, oh, chef's kiss. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Who asked you? Well, and the way that, at least for me, that pursuit of thinness had would dominate my life. There was no other thoughts in my brain. There was no other like enjoyment. It was that all the time in my brain dominating my life. I couldn't enjoy anything without thinking about it. Mm. What a sad way to live. Yeah. And so if we're talking about health, we've got to also factor in the mental health. Yeah. Because yeah. and if we're talking about, you know, oh, I have to look this way so I can enjoy this thing, even when I did reach to me what I was always chasing, the pursuit of thinness, the goal weight, the number that I had written on my mirror, I couldn't enjoy the things I thought I would enjoy because it was – that never stopped. Right. Right. I was just yeah. going to say just constantly feeling like I just don't want them to catch me at the wrong time or see me in a way mm. that I don't want to be perceived or seen. Right. Like I think that that was always like the the little thing in my head where I'm just like, oh, but what if they saw me like this or what if I – This I angle, yeah. Yeah. Be because don't forget, sume la panza, sume la panza, right? Because then they won't see me in a bad angle. Right. And the models, the the photos, the, you know, that ideal thinness, that's not even real for most of those people because they have angles where they don't look like that. Right. But it's being manipulated, if not by just the camera, you know, oh, we're going to get this perfect angle. We're going to airbrush the abs, but then the, all the Photoshop. Mm -hmm. Right. So right. it's like they don't even look like that to begin with. And then we're picking the perfect angle and then we're Photoshopping it to filth. And we're all chasing this fake, like quite literally. Like actually fake. Fake. Yeah. Like it's not attainable for anybody, even the people that even the look model. like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I hate to bring them up, but oh. even the Kardashians, yep. they use photo editing and they are the I mean, and the they epitome. were built that way. They were literally went to the place to get built to like that. To pay money to do that. So you doing your Pilates or whatever, you genuinely thinking that you're going to look like that, you're not. Mm -hmm. Right. You're not. Ask your doctor, then you might. Well, and even <laughs> if you did, is that going to make you happy? Right. Is that going to make you more healthy? Right. Is that going to make you enjoy your life and those experiences more? Right. I don't think so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like there's also 
the thing I another thing I struggle with, like just being thin and the assumption that like I'm fine. Retweet. Like they're like, well, why would you? And I'm like, that you answer your own question. That clearly means it has nothing to do with thinness. Mm-hmm. Obviously, thinness is not what like the the issue or like the the cure because here I am thin and still have insane body issues right and I just feel like I don't even want to say anything because I was just about to say that yep how could I have anything to say when there are people who are like really struggling with whatever and like I and they're looking at me like girl shut the hell up which has been said to me multiple times all the time yeah and I'm like right because I'm thin I should be so fine Mm -hmm. me at home like I hate everything that's happening right now, mm-hmm. but I can't say anything ever because I'll just get invalidated and people will tell me to shut up. So I think that's a discussion that I've seen a lot online, especially of like, oh, if you're not past this size, you have nothing to you know complain about. You have nothing to yep. you know talk about or, you know, oh, it's so much worse when you're plus size. And it is, but that doesn't mean that it's not a huge struggle. We've right. established that it's not actually about the body. It's about the mental hurdles that you're yep. going through. And that isn't just, you're not just exempt from that because you're thin. Right. I don't know how many other people take the same perspective, but my perspective at this point in my life is that like, there shouldn't be any gatekeeping. I agree. Like, obviously there are societal differences of people treat plus size people differently. That is very clear. And to say they don't, is not true right i feel like especially with women i mean men body positivity lacks so much and that's a whole other conversation but with women specifically i feel like we attack each other more than men do like yeah men are terrible and say trash things but like we're the ones pushing right the exercise narrative and like the thin narrative and all of this stuff and perpetuating that with each other you know like like the kardashians right they're like the standard and everyone's looking at them and they're like yeah i just drink my like flat tummy tea and whatever the like whatever eat like four vegetables gwyneth paltrow almond mom like shit like that is like she's saying that and other women are like "Mm, yes Mm -hmm. yes like no one is (laughs) we're doing it to each other and i'm like we should all get together and then be like fuck all this we can like I know. Like, yeah. I just want, I'm like, let's band together and just and well, throw and, up the fingers. And I love what you said, too, about, like, those differences and the, the societal pressures on plus-size people because I think that's the difference, right? We're all going through the same mental battles. It's just for plus-size people, there's maybe more external yeah. stuff coming in. But it doesn't undo what's going on inside. Right. You know? Right. Just because you're thin. You may not be getting all of the same amount of shame and pressure from the outside, but behind the eyes, right? It's this. It doesn't undo it. You're not like, wow, I'm thin. All my problems solved, right. done, gone. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, and the pressure to stay thin. Like you're, you're only valuable, fuckable. Yep. Because you're thin, so better not right. mess that up. Better not. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like you said, when you go through body changes, now all of a sudden you're like, well, I'm losing everything. I'm. Yep. This was my value to society. Well, as women, that's our worth. I well, mean, exactly. That's yeah. where. If not, well then. Can I bring up two things that I feel like are so intrinsically tied into this? Anti, like, fat propaganda is intrinsically tied to anti-black. Yes. And then also there's entire women make up most consumers. Right. Have the most consumer, at least for the United States, most consumer buying power. Yeah. And so 
it's the same way where like they're not trying to market a bunch of beauty products to men because men are going to find what they like. They're going to use it for 20 years and they're going to do the thing. <laughs> and there's like less to be marketed to for women. They're changing, you know, formulas and the shaving cream you use every month. Yes. There's money to be made off of you hating your body. The amount of ads I get of weight loss stuff. Oh, my God. I'm their target demographic. <laughs> every every dang ad I get. I hate that there are ads that play on my videos, which I have no control over, mm. for those products because, like what Jess was saying, they need you to hate yourself right. to change because they want you to need to change yourself. I guess this is my uh, hypothesis. They are targeting my videos because my content is for body acceptance, self-love, a lot of you know plus-size clothing things. So they're like, okay. With these keywords and this metadata, the people who watch these videos maybe are feeling a little insecure. Mm -hmm. Well, let's just Surprise. let's get them. Let's <laughs> yeah. get them while they're down. Yeah, literally. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, do wow. you guys think that's like real? Yes, yeah, absolutely. I mean, be. we we're gonna we're all gonna go home from this, open our phones, and it's gonna be like weight loss. This all this shit. We've just hello, hello, FBI agent. Of course. I hate my body. I hate yeah, my body. Give me ass. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I totally believe that. Yeah. There's, I mean, yes. Yeah. The, the ads are targeted for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Because they need you to believe that the belief that your body is just that not good enough. wrong. Yeah. That you can always change it. Yeah. And there's a product that can solve your problem. Quickly. Uh -huh, also uh -huh. that. Right, right, also, right. Quickly. Quick. How to Six lose week, weight fast. Eight week. Twelve week. It's always right. Yep. That it's the timestamp. Mm -hmm. And it's so normalized. Yeah. yeah. This group is unique in thinking that it's not normal. But if you talk to any women outside, it's not like someone who hasn't dealt with a problem in the past. Like a lot of my friends have not had this experience. And for them talking about weight loss is there's nothing wrong with it. There's no big deal. And why wouldn't we want to do all of those things? Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So right. it's not just that it's happening all around. It's that it's happening all around. And people aren't recognizing it as bad. It continues to get propagated because people like that kind of content. They think it's how it should be in society. Right. 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 Women should be small. So why aren't all women talking about this all the time? Right. Mm -hmm. Do you think since you are an influencer? Me? Yeah. An influencer? An influence? Shut up. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, that was so necessary. <laughs> Do you think that the influencers aren't properly talking about fitness and weight or not weight loss but like fitness in general like carefully it's a, a sticky subject right because like rachel was saying off camera i hope we caught that because that was just really really insightful really it is so normalized this is the outlier right right like having these conversations this is the outlier and so for a lot of people who are in the fitness space who are you know trying to become a fitness influencer they might not even have the thought of is this gonna be negative for people right no 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 this is i this is how i do everything and you know i i i'm fine and you know this is the the way that that it's done and so i have a lot of empathy for those people but i do also think with a platform comes responsibility yeah but we're all learning and growing i think there's a respectful way to be like hey when you said this it made me feel this or hey have you ever thought about thinking more critically about this thing i have been really encouraged by the um, like fitness influencers that I have followed who are really committed and dedicated to being inclusive. One that comes off the top of my head is the fitness marshal. He is amazing. Oh, he does yes. like the dance videos, yes, right? High yeah. energy dance videos. And his two background dancers, I've met all of them and they're just the most wonderful people. 
but he has one girl who's plus size and one girl who is thinner. And so watching those videos, I'm like, cool, this content is with me in mind. Right. 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 Also, um, Tiffany Ima. Do you guys follow her? No. no. Literally, like the most the highest recommendation of a follow I can give is her. Like, don't follow me. Follow her first. <laughs> she <laughs> is amazing. She's like a fitness page. Yeah. She talks a lot about um healing her relationship with movement and exercise after an eating disorder. Mm-hmm. And she is just amazing. Like seeing her posts on my feed changed my day. Wow. And if they're like, I just think she's so amazing and so inspirational. And I think curating the people that you're allowing to influence you is so important. And we yeah. can't always do that, right? Yes. Oh yeah. my gosh. Retweet. Yeah. The people you follow on Instagram and on social media is such a big thing, you guys. I personally need to take my own advice because I, I catch myself like I did the cleanup where I was like okay they kind of, this kind of makes me feel bad so I did unfollow but then I just start following more girlies and then I start yeah. scrolling again and I'm like okay I'm starting to feel really bad about myself like yeah. I'm just I can't help but compare myself and it's and I've tried to feel like I personally I'm like I'm resilient with that like I know what's like harming me like unfollow like don't do that but even then I get caught up in the web of Scrolling and scrolling and like just, I know, I know, wanting that to be your be reality. reality. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, the pursuit of thinness. The pursuit of thinness. Yeah, yeah. I also feel like at some point too, like you're so used to seeing stuff and so used to being like, oh, I want that, and you like save all these things, right? You got folders for workouts, you got meals you want to make, and all this kind of shit. And I personally, this may not be relatable, but I have so many. Pinterest boards. I got so many collections and here and here and all over the place. And it just lives there and I don't do anything. But I don't like, I just feel bad all the time. But I'm like, but once I like finally get my shit together, I'm going to go into this little tab that I made and I'm going to do this little thing. When, mm-hmm. how? I, mm-hmm. It's just a constant like, ugh, I hate this thing about myself. Oh, I saw this thing I'm going to put in here. So when I get to that, right. I'll know what I'm doing. Like in your mind, you're like, okay, okay, got like, it. We'll handle it later. We'll get there. We'll get to that later. Instead Never. of making a small change to implement sustainably into your life. Right. So I know at the beginning of the year, you had made that resolution to want to like move your body every day. Yeah. How has that been for you? And and that with your relationship <laughs> to body image. Haven't done it. Okay. <laughs> Haven't done it. I did do it for a while, right? Like I start a thing and then I do the thing. I also, I just struggle with like being consistent with anything anyway in general. Um, But that definitely like has made me feel bad because I was like, oh, I'm going to do this thing. And I like totally thought that I had worded it right. I was like, it's not about like working out and like doing that. It's just about like going outside and like moving my body. And I'm like, you can't even do that. So <laughs> LOL at you. You can't even step outside and go for a walk. Was there anything in that that you did, even if you didn't consistently do it again, that you did enjoy? Yeah, I enjoy being outside. Yeah. <laughs> I right. like being outside. And I like, I just, I hate discomfort. Physically, emotionally, all of that, I hate it so much. And working out, the start of working out, right, is always so hard because, like, what maybe you haven't done it in a long time. So you're just like out of shape and you're just like breathing, you're sweating, you're like, God, this sucks. I don't even want to feel that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, can I just jump to the part where like working out is fun, like everyone else on TikTok? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All these girlies are smiling, laughing. They got their little mics hooked up and they're Fake. like, we're going to do this thing. And I'm like, can I just get to that part? Like, I don't want the struggle at the beginning. Yeah. But because I don't want it, I just don't do it. But also maybe you don't have to start there, right? Mm. If you like being outside and you're interested in pursuing movement, maybe just a walk right. is like 
amazing. And you probably won't feel like you're going to die after. Right. And that's good. Right. I think – I don't know if you guys felt this way for a long time. I felt like it was only a good workout if I, like, was miserable the whole time (laughs) and then wanted to die after. Right. Mm -hmm. Because then it's like, I did that. I worked Mm -hmm. my ass off. Yeah. Yeah. I could not have pushed harder. Yeah. There is nothing left in the tank. Right. That's that's maybe not the most sustainable – Right. Way to move your body. Yeah. Yeah. At least, especially for starting out. Right. You know, if we're talking about the girls on TikTok who like, this is this their what I job, do. Yeah. this is what I do, that's what you want to do, great, go for it. But that's not a starting point. Yeah. At all. Yeah. Also, the classes are scary. This bitch will come home and be like, yeah, and this one girl, this teacher was yelling and doing it, and I was like, I don't want to do that. Like, These girls I are can't. intense. I'm, I'm not kidding. Like, and that's why I told you. I was like, if you ever did want to take a class or start anything, tell, let me know, and I'm more than willing to like go and like be that support animal, like for you. Like, what's right. up? Like, and I'm so interested in continuing because I picked up this Pilates that recently. It's been maybe two months that I've been doing. And I started it because I realized that I my stamina for like even just singing and breathing and movement was really down. And I was like, you want to be in a musical? How the hell are you going to run around right. and have the stamina? I was like, holy shit, you like actually for what you want to do. And I'm like, see, it's not just about skinny, Paloma. Like you're not even right. like, yeah. hello. Right. like it's about your all around health. So right. I first had this uh idea of being like okay I'm just gonna get strong I'm just gonna get strong that's the motivation and that was what I was focusing on but I think that I have now found myself that like I'm going to the classes so like oh it's working I'm like oh I'm I feel a little thinner and now I'm feeling guilt of being happy of how I oh, feel about being thinner mm. yeah like I'm like oh look you're happier now because you're feeling thinner but why do you have to be thinner to feel this way like and it's just me chasing and I feel now I can catch myself chasing it. So I was like, no, so stop, stop. This was like two weeks ago. I was like, you're where your mind is going. It's like in a different way. And I'm like, you need to do this for how you feel because it's not, the problem is not your body. It's about how you think of it and how you view it. Mm. There's nothing wrong with it. It's only how you think it. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I have to fix up here because I'm going to keep thinking it no matter how skinny I am because past shows, you've been your skinniest and you're still in the mirror like, Okay. Okay. Yeah. Right. That's so powerful. I'm so glad you were able to like catch that because that's the hard part, right? Like what, like we said, we're all still going to have those thoughts. It's right. never going to fully go away mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. you've been steeped in this for, you know, 27 years. Mm-hmm. Right. But you can, you can catch it. Sorry to bring up Taylor Swift, but <laughs> in her documentary, she's talking about how she would go look at photos from the paparazzi of her of like, mm. you know, her her stomach looks bad here, her legs look bad here and like really shame herself. And now she goes, nope, we're not going to do that. We don't do that anymore. We've seen what happens when we do that. We're not doing that anymore. And I just love that you were able to do that for yourself. Yeah, I, I have to, because if not, I'm going to keep having this outside world telling me. You have to change. You have right. to. Use. My loved ones, my friend, everyone is quite literally like, I love you. I would never change you. And I feel that same way about my loved ones. I would I like, how do I feel this way about myself? Recently, I watched that TikTok of Taylor Lautner talking about how he showed his body, how, how his body was like an eclipse. And they had this like ripped picture of him. Right. And then the media ended up putting like a picture of him in a later movie and was like, wow, he let him all self go. And he was like, I didn't think I let myself all go, but when they put up the side to side and like the words and just like all this shaming and I'm like, 
yeah, it's the media sticking because right. he even himself didn't feel didn't that feel way. that way. And then was like, well, maybe, maybe I did let myself go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he ended that with saying, I realized later on that I needed to get my head right before I could get my body right because right. that's the actual problem. And I'm like, yeah. And Jaden's showing me, to quote Legally Blonde, endorphins make you happy. And happy people <laughs> just, just don't, don't kill. kill. <laughs> they just don't. I used to say to myself, like, people used to tell me I was letting myself go and they didn't know that I was recovering from anorexia. They just oh. thought I was getting a lot of weight. And I say, yeah, I am letting myself go. I let myself go forth into happiness. I let myself go into, like, hanging out with my friends. I let myself go into letting myself back into the world. So, thank you. I did let myself go. Yeah. Period. I let myself go and Uh, be free. I released myself from the trappings of the bikini body narrative. Yeah. That is so beautiful. It's, like, hitting me. That's so, so huge. Yeah. So powerful. Thank you. (laughs) I think, too, what you said about getting your mind right is so important because our bodies are going to change. You know, no matter whatever's going on in your life, you may, you know, lose some weight. You may gain some weight. That's okay. You may gain muscle mass. You may lose muscle mass. That's fine. But we have to do the mental work so that when those changes happen, because it's not an if, it's a when. Right. We don't spiral (laughs) in either direction, right? Yeah, absolutely. For me, it's that litmus test when when you were talking about the, the struggle of trying to pursue movement without spiraling into making it all about thinness mm-hmm. it's just that little mental check-in wait, wait is this is the, and and our brains will we will rationalize it i don't mm-hmm. know about you but yeah. I, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. is this the pursuit of health happiness and strength right of movement of connection with my body of enjoying what my body can do or is it a pursuit of thinness yeah right and if we're talking about the bikini body where does health happiness strength fit into that yeah and catching yourself when you're saying that into your like your inner dialogue yeah and i trying to collect myself to say this because it's a little heavy come on (laughs) i caught myself with the inner dialogue and it was bigger than like the look in the mirror like oh walk away it was uh i was going to bed and i was like oh i'm hungry and i was like at least it's okay i'll be at least it'll help me be skinny and i caught myself and i was like what did you just say to yourself? And that was like me hearing me say that to me. So what'd you do? I got up and I fucking made myself <laughs> some yeah. animal fries. You did. I, did. I was like, I was like, that is so. And I, and and I and I corrected myself and I was like, no, you eat when you're hungry. You listen to your body. I wanted to get that through that without crying, but just listening to your body and doing. I don't think I'll be able to get this, y'all. It's just, I want to give us all a hug because how do we all feel this way? So, yeah, that's all I can say right now. <laughs> Take it away, folks. <laughs> I, I love you so much. Yeah. And I'm so proud of you for not only sharing that, but for doing that for you, for stopping that narrative. We don't do that. Yeah. We eat when we're hungry. We listen to our body. I'm like, that is huge yeah that takes years of work yeah and i'm really 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 proud of you thank you and i feel so supported by this group of girls and everyone in this room so thank you it's one thing to have those conversations with yourself and be like okay no like that's not what we do and then you go and you make your food and you live your life it's another thing to share that yeah like out loud 
be like, I'm str- I was struggling with this thing yeah. and it and obviously like and what's crazy is I've never seen you be so emotional about something like this when it pertains to yourself. Mm-hmm. If I had said that to you, you would break down in tears. You'd be like, girl, what the hell? Like that's not no, and that would hurt you. But for you to even feel that emotional about a conversation that you had with yourself is like really, really huge. Because I'm disappointed. Yeah. Like I'm just disappointed that I felt that way and I said that to myself and I allowed yeah. that to even like cross my mind. Well, it's cool that you were able to, you let that part of you say the thing even though it disappointed you and you met her with compassion and were like, hey, I hear you. We're going to go get animal fries right now. Right. I'm, in the, I'm in the driver. I hear you so much. I'm in the driver's seat. This is what we need. And you went yeah. and did it and you gave it to her. And I, and I was so like, and I was like, okay, but I'm going to make something healthy. And I was like, no, stop just that. Like literally just stop. Eat. Yeah. I was like, you're going to make something so good. That's going to make you feel so good. So I made animal fries that like in and out from scratch. I like cooked, literally cut the potatoes, fried Period. them, put some melted cheese on them. And I had spare in and out sauce on top. Listen to your body. And that's what works for me. And currently is just. Yeah. And stop wh- and also stop eating when I'm full. That has oh, been huge for me recently that I've really realized. And actually, it was through a conversation with my mom. We were at Disneyland and I got like a Mickey pretzel and I ate like half of it. And then I was like, oh, do you want the rest? Like, I'm not I'm not like it wasn't even like, oh, I'm so full. I couldn't possibly eat another bite. It was just I'm satisfied. Yeah. And my mom was like, we had this conversation where she was like, that's. That's really cool and good that you're able to do that because for a long time, I either wouldn't have had the pretzel or I would have been like, well, this is my one chance to eat something that tastes good. Mm -hmm. So I better down the entire thing. Mm -hmm. And there was no in between. There was no let me just get the Mickey pretzel and eat until I'm satisfied. It was like I either need to not do it because I would be so tempted by it because I don't let myself eat food I enjoy. That I would, there would be no, there would be no stopping point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that in the past couple of years I've been able to do of like get the ice cream and stop when I'm satisfied. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's something that's been really important for me to model to Grace too, mm-hmm. which is like a whole nother aspect of like now we talk about how we're all steeped in this. We've all learned this our whole life. How do I raise a daughter? in this world with all those outside pressure where maybe I can't control the outside pressure all the time, Mm -hmm. but I can certainly control where it comes from me. Mm -hmm. Right. That's a lot of pressure, girl. (laughs) Yeah. Like being self-aware about it, like I can't imagine like truly the pressure of like being like, okay, I need to be delicate about the, like when I talk about her body, my body, other people's bodies. That's the other thing too, right? Like I know you're watching mom. I'm not coming for you, but you know, it's fine. Um, my mom will say things about herself. She'll ne- she won't often won't say anything about me or often won't say anything about my sister, but I'm like, but you still talking about yourself out loud in front of all of us, like we don't internalize everything that goes on anyway in general, but like me a grown up now like okay, well, anyways, my sister who's 13, I'm like I just know that she is taking it all in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And is going to remember like I did, like we all do. We remember everything our moms have said ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we remember everything they've ever said to us. It's all just like so important that w- there is someone to look after, like model after, because if we're looking to social media, good luck, good luck to yeah, us all. Right, yeah. right. You know, or our friends, you know, are talking about all this weight they're going to lose and all this other shit. Like as a child, it's really important to have somebody 
some adult anywhere, wherever, that is like at least actively participating in body acceptance talk. Yeah. It doesn't have to be positive. It doesn't have to be, it's just like neutral, just like this is my body vibes. Eh. Mm-hmm. That's good enough. Like, honestly, personally, if we were all there, bodies and had nothing good or bad to say about it, that's what that's I, ideal. I'm trying to, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the, yeah. the whole conversation of body neutrality versus body mm. positivity. Mm-hmm. To me, body neutrality would be the ideal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would love to just Not exist. even think about it. Mm-hmm. Don't even, and yep. I think there are plenty of men who struggle with body image, but a lot of men, and especially the men that I've talked to in my life, that's kind of where they are. Like it's they just kind even of not even it. a thought. Yeah. And that to me is I would love to be there. And I think it's amazing for people who aren't able to get to body neutrality. For me personally, I need body acceptance, body positivity, because I've had so much of that negative body image kind of steeped in me. Mm-hmm. So I really, I would love to get to a place where I can just be neutral about my body. But I think yeah. for right now, I need to go a little further. Yeah. yeah. I just had a thought that's not that relevant but made me really sad (laughs) um we were talking about just like being right just being neutral um with our bodies and i just now have realized how important my body image how i see myself is so important to me because of i feel like i don't have i feel like i don't have anything else but that (laughs) because i like i just uh, there's a lot that's behind it but I feel like if I have anything, like, at least I'm hot. At least I have a fat ass. Like, at least, at least, at least when people look at me, there's something to look at. And, like, I have to try so hard to keep this up because if I lose that, then I have nothing. (laughs) And I need you to know that is the least that you bring to the table. Don't get me wrong. You've got a fat ass. (laughs) And you you are hot. (laughs) But above that, a wonderful friend, an inspiring person, someone with a really powerful voice and perspective, someone with life experience, someone with knowledge and power that you bring to the table. So many things I could go on that you are valuable above that. And I am sorry that we live in a world that has made you feel like that is at the top and that if you lose that, there's nothing else of value. Because if you lose that, well, guess what? You can't lose that. You're always going to be hot. There's no losing that at all. Just if if you're not thin, that doesn't go away. Right. But that is so low on the list of the reasons that you are an amazing, beautiful, inspiring person. Thank you. <laughs> and as cheesy as it sounds, like it's because you are who you are, not what you look like. And you're always going to be you, even if your body changes. I value myself as a huge Ryan lover. I love that bitch to everything. <laughs> Number one Ryan stand. Number one stand right here. And that's not all. It doesn't even make the list. I'm so happy you have the body you have to be who you are. And, and do. I see your body as like, look at what it does for you. It's a vessel yes. for you. Mm-hmm. It is not you. That's just the vessel. Yeah. Yeah. And the people that love you. I'm so sorry, but that just is not it, girl. That I, I honestly, truthfully, love your fat ass, but <laughs> <laughs> but do you think that part of the reason you feel that way is because as someone who is, you know, tall, thin, beautiful, that's what people notice first? 
And that's what the compliments have been on since you were very young. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's where I feel like even positive attention is negative attention. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because now here we are, a grown up, and I'm like, tight. So any do I have anything else going for me? Let's look at the archives. Nope. All right. Stick to what we're stick to what we got. What have people always told me is the best part of me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then as you get older and that, you know, changes in any way, it's scary. Mm-hmm. Literally the look of shock on my face when you said that because you bring so much to the table of this company, which is how I know you, but also just like knowing you for the short amount of time I have, like, yeah, we're all hot. So like, honestly, right. that means nothing to me. Right, <laughs> right, right. But you know what is crazy? And it's going to be so impactful for women to hear you say that because you are so much more than what you look like that people are going to be shocked to hear that you even think about it. But we all do. But like... Right. Like, you being hot is so not why people love you that when you say that, that that's all you feel like you have. Like, I'm sitting over here like, what the fuck is she talking about? Yeah. But it <laughs> yeah. makes perfect sense yeah. how you've been driven to believe that when all of the compliments are about your appearance. Right. And that's where, as a parent, I have to be really intentional because what's the first thing that comes in, in my brain? Oh, you're so beautiful. Mm-hmm. So oh my pretty. gosh, you're so pretty. And I do think those are important things to say. Right. I want her to feel beautiful and pretty, but that shouldn't be the only thing right. that mm-hmm. you hear. Yeah. And not the most important thing. But that, I mean, I think we all at some point, right, just growing up as little girls, like that's that's the thing. That's the compliment. Oh my God, you look so pretty in your little dress. You look so pretty with your makeup and blah, 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 whatever. And like that's... It's rare that we're like, oh, my God, you're so smart. Yeah. You're so intellectual. You're so funny. Well. Yeah. You're so confident. Yeah. You're so happy. Oh, that's the one. Confident, yeah. too. That's the one. Mm. It's called acting. Right. <laughs> it's called yeah. acting. Yeah. What? Yeah. But, like, I hear it, and I'm very good at it. That's why everyone's like, but you're so confident. I'm like, period. It's a layer of protection. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I feel like I can fake confidence so well that sometimes I forget that I'm actually not and then i like drop out of that and like see myself and i'm like oh oh right that was a front you forgot (laughs) method acting maybe yeah maybe that's the aspect of fake it till you make it yeah Yeah. right well because confidence is a state of mind so like if you continuously are like believing that that is where the confidence comes from because it's not going to be from you being skinny from you and that's not going to give you the confidence it's going to be that mental Mm-hmm. place mm-hmm. so instead of the pursuit of thinness now you're in your 20s you are all starting to unpack all of this would you maybe change that to the pursuit of like you and what being you mm. feels like in your body and in your life yeah because that's unfortunately the pain and joy of your 20s is you really get to find out who you are and what that means to you and not how it benefits or serves other people necessarily or yeah. it shouldn't in my opinion i think rachel's comment of letting myself go to happiness is what is written on Sharpie with me, and yep. now I feel strong because if anyone were to be like, oh, she let herself go, I'd be like, yeah, yes, to fucking happiness. And yep. I like, because right. So I feel I, like, I know I'm st- I still have tears like in my eye, but I, I feel like ooh, I can keep trying to climb this mountain, yeah. you know, and I, I don't know if it's ever, we're going to get to the top, but I feel like I have some tools and stuff. I was going to say, it's giving a constant battle, but I feel like we have, well, we know that we have the support, right? And that's so necessary. And the tools and the language and the people to, to look at, like the influencers that you mentioned, like people who are actively lifting mm-hmm. up 
women and just people in regards to fitness, fitness, yeah, health, whatever, however, whatever word you want to use, it's cool. But like, we feel like leaving here today after this conversation, we do have the tools to even just help this the self talk. Mm-hmm. I think that's you know? the first step. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, ladies. So after this discussion, where now? How do we? use these tools this summer like <laughs> help what's, what's the plan yeah, 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 yeah. how do we not hate ourselves yes yeah <laughs> comment tell below. <laughs> we don't know <laughs> just silence so <laughs> well uh, why well, don't you tell us in the yeah, comments yeah, yeah, yeah. i think the biggest thing for me is I want to enjoy my life. Mm-hmm. Especially, I am a summer girl. We learned in the color analysis that's my literally my color palette. But also, I am like, I love the beach. I love the pool. I want to be stupid on a boogie board. Like, that is me. And I spent so many years letting my insecurity steal that joy from me. Mm. And I think it's now about going on that pursuit of joy and life experience rather than thinness mm-hmm. mm. right are yeah. you really at the end of your life gonna say i'm so glad i was thin <sighs> right right or right. are you gonna say i'm so glad i did this 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 had this time with my family did the things i wanted to do didn't hold myself back wore the swimsuit enjoyed the vacation did the thing right you can be thin when you die and you will be <laughs> and you will yeah. you'll be a skeleton you'll be a skeleton because our like these bodies, like just she said, like there's just these are just like the vessels for us, and like yeah. why does it hold so much weight? This and I think that that's the reality. I'm always caught in between of like, oh dang, and then the other side of girl, that Who doesn't cares? that doesn't matter. That yeah. means nothing to you. Like ah, yeah, I feel that it's like a constant that. battle of just like bitch, it doesn't matter, right? Yeah. But the next second, but then I'm it like, does, but then that's all that matters. But then, for example, we have the Skims shoot coming up really closely, and the my first reaction was, holy shit, holy shit, oh my god. I, yeah. Just literal worry. Just like that's the first reaction is like being terrified of having to ha- tr- have your body out there like that. Yeah. So then I like had to have a conversation with myself like, okay, we're going to do this. Is this something you're going to do and you're going to feel comfor- comfortable doing? Right. And I was like, really, after like talking to myself, I'm like, yes, because you are not going to allow yourself to miss out on things because of your body not being how it wants to be. Because Paloma, right. your whole life, you've not felt like that's like... There it is. That's what I want. So why do you think that like, right. like you can't you can't live like this? You can't get in your own way. And I'm the only one getting in my own way. Right. It's yeah. just me. Yeah. And I have to just stand up for myself. Yeah. Yeah. I was really surprised by how many of you guys wanted to participate in the Skims video because the way that we do the main channel videos is we send out the topic, you know, a month or two in advance. We're like, hey, I'm going to do this video. Who wants to be part of it? And it's like a, an opt-in thing. Mm-hmm. And I was really pleasantly surprised by how many of you guys wanted to be a part of it. And I think it's really powerful that you were like, no, I'm not going to do it. And then you were like, are we really going to let that hold us back? Right. Yeah. yeah. Like that you had that that thought and then you said, no, send it because send I it. only have one life. Like, yeah. fuck it. Yeah. Like literally, literally. And that's how I really want to keep telling myself. It's like, yeah. mom, it doesn't matter. This is for you because you're the one that's going to be in the ground. Like this is, yep. you, it's literally all for you. So 
why don't you do what you want and what well, makes you happy? I'm like, you're going to not do it and then watch the video and hear how fun it was and be like, wow, I really could have just done it and like been okay. Not to mention the representation you bring. Right. There are going to be girls who have bodies who look so similar to yours. Yeah. And see that video and yeah. are like, oh, Paloma can do it. Yeah. The amount of comments I get like that, honestly, that really fuels me. Of like people being like, I didn't think I could wear this or do that. And then I saw you do it and now I can. And I'm like, the fact that I can be that for someone pushes me forward to keep going. Right. You're and, so right. And, and you're going to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Sierra, you yeah. do that. You, you alone, like you give me permission to do it. I'm like, not, a, not the crying again. Sorry, take it away, Ryan. I <laughs> no, I was going to agree. I was going to, I was going to agree. I remember we've had conversations where we're like, Sierra would be so proud of us. We do. We Sierra really. So I swear. And and or vice versa. If oh, Sierra heard us talking like this right now, mm -hmm. don't talk about my friend. Because yeah, because because mm. because <laughs> because yeah. Ugh. I'm excited. I'm excited for Skims. I definitely think I'm gonna need to prep my mind in the morning. Mm -hmm. But I'm I'm really excited that everyone in this room is gonna be there, and we all just sat here and heard this conversation. So I think it'll be really good to to know that like. We'll be checking in, you know, with each other. And I think I might need that. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to say it right here, right now. I think I might need a few check-ins. Yeah. During this shoot. Just a little like, hey, girl, how you feeling? Yeah. You looking good? Ass is sitting. You know, a little a little bit of encouragement. Yeah. I feel way better than when, I, when we started this episode. I was like, I'm not too excited about this one. I'm feeling really uncomfortable. I don't want to talk about my body. I don't want to talk about any of it, but now I feel way more empowered. And like the whole time I was sitting like this, the way I have to stop myself, myself from covering my body with a pillow, because that is something I did for most of my life. Immediately sit down. Mm, right. Pillow. Right. And I love having the pillow here because it is very comfy. And also sometimes I can strategically use it to cover my feet if I'm right. not wearing socks. No free foot picks. <laughs> no free foot picks. But I have to stop that narrative in my brain if I'm not having a day where I feel good about my body of just wanting Co to cover to it. To cover and hide. Yeah. And that doesn't change it. Right. I think that's important too, right? To cover it, to hide it. It's still your body. Mm -hmm. Right? If you're wearing an outfit that makes your body look bigger. That doesn't actually make your body bigger right. or smaller. You know, if something is flattering, which that was like my word for so long. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Maybe it makes my body look smaller or, you know, is highlighting the parts of my body that I like, which is fine to dress in a way that highlights the things you like. Right. But you have to know that doesn't actually change your body. Yeah. And I love what you said about needing that encouragement because I think that's a really practical takeaway of surrounding yourself with people who give you that encouragement. And if you don't have that in your life, finding people online who can bring that encouragement for you mm -hmm. and opening up to friends and finding friends who share that same pursuit of freeness. Yeah. Yeah. And I think just checking in with how you're speaking to yourself because I think that as we've spoken, sometimes we don't even know what we're saying to ourselves. We're just like doing it. Right. So maybe really focus on what you're saying and stop yourself. Yeah. And present other options or just or at least just stop yourself. Acknowledge and it. Acknowledge. There mm -hmm. you go. Acknowledging yeah. it. Yeah. Is huge. Yeah. 
And yeah. a couple weeks ago on the podcast, we had talked about like that idea of trying to be more present, right? Feeling the things around you. Yeah. I think back to when I was so deeply insecure about my body and I can't even remember the things that I was doing or where I was because I just remember how insecure I was about my body. Mm. So it's like maybe spending more of that mental energy trying to be present and take in your surroundings and your experience mm-hmm. so right. that you don't just remember how ugly you thought your body looked, but instead you remember how what the laughter of your family sounded like at the beach, right. the feeling of the sand on your feet, like the sun on your body, and how how amazing it was when you were playing beach volleyball and you jumped in the air and not that you know, your stomach shaked when you did that, but right. then you freaking spiked it. Right. And you killed it. And that was so fun. And then everyone was celebrating, like focusing on the actual experience that your soul is experiencing rather than the way your vessel is being perceived. God, that was so <laughs> Cole Sprouse of me. We're all just vessels. <laughs> and I think we need to focus more on the, the soul. The soul. <laughs> that was a real Cole Sprouse. I know. That was, that was a little Cole Sprouse. But, okay, let's, let's dress it down a little bit. Enjoy your life instead of focusing on your body. That's, that was yeah. the decolsprousification of what I just said. And, and you are hottest when you are happiest. Yes. Period. Yeah. Period. So even if you are pursuing that hotness, no, if you're not happy. You're not hot. You're not hot. Hot girls are happy. Hot girls are happy. Period. But also, hot girls don't have to be happy all the time. They don't have to be happy all the time. And that's okay. And that's okay. Grace's favorite song right now. Well, two favorite songs. One of them is Happy by Pharrell. Oh, God. (laughs) She's like obsessed. I don't even know where she heard it. But all the time she goes, the sign for music is this. So she goes, happy. And I'm like, you want the happy song? She's like, yeah. And then she's like. (laughs) The way she says happy is so So cute. cute. So cute. Like that, yeah. like it's just like the way. Yeah, it's just yeah, yeah. So cute, and that's where it like freaking breaks my heart to think that she would ever not feel that way, like because of her body. Yeah, I'm like, that's messed up. No, why would you do that? But then I, you're saying, like, but me too. But not yeah, exactly what you said. But not me. But not me. Mm-hmm. But not me. Mm-hmm. But not me. Yeah, I think we need to show ourselves the the grace and the love and the compassion that we show to other people. Yep. Retweet. I love that. Don't talk about my friend like that. Don't do it. Don't talk about. I'm gonna use that. That's so good. Yeah. Oh. Don't talk about my friend. Tomorrow, during the skim shoot, I'm going to be like, are you thinking mean things about my friend? <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. Are, are you? Are you? Mm. Yeah. I love that. And I'm officially you. letting myself go. I would like to announce. Yeah. I am letting myself go and Period. just be happy. I really, really mean it. I feel that. I yeah. so feel that. Like Ra- yeah. Rachel, I think that's going to stick with me forever. So yeah. thank you. Yeah. Thanks. For real. Can I make that my new phone background instead yes. of that? Well, I mean, I'm not going to because my phone background is my baby. But well. <laughs> if it wasn't... It would be that. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It's going on the vision board. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, thank you all so much for uh, joining us for this conversation. We would love to hear uh, your thoughts on this, either on our text line, which the number is going to be on screen, or in the comments. Let us know what makes you feel the happiest and therefore the hottest. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Desperately, we need to know because like we've just discussed for an hour, we all feel the same way. We're all going through the same thing. You are not alone. If you feel like you're alone, you're not. All of us are feeling this way and we're all just trying to find the pursuit of freeness, of joy, of living, laughing, and loving. So join us on this journey. (laughs) Seriously. I mean, are we not? Yeah. We're just trying to live, laugh, love. And we can't do that if we're crying about our bodies. So. Yeah. And that's that on that. Thank you so much for watching. 
We love you all so much. Make sure to subscribe. We're trying to get to 100K, remember? <laughs> yes. Subscribe. We didn't say that. We didn't say that. That's okay. We're saying it now. Subscribe. Please subscribe. Yeah. Please subscribe. <laughs> Please. We love you guys so much, and we'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye. Bye.